summary of the Sikha. In our parsha, the pasuk uh, the pasuk says that Yaakov Yaakov called that place, meaning the Harabayas, the place of the Migdash, base scale, the house of Hashem. The Gemara says that Avram referred to it as Har Hashem Yiroa. He, it was the, the place of the Akeda he called the Har Hashem. Yitzchak called it Vayetze, Yitzchak Lasuach Basada, that he went to Davin in the field. That was also the place where he met Rivka, was in the same place. But Yaakov called it Beiskale, the house of Hashem. And that's why it says in Yeshaya that the, the Goyim will come, we'll, we'll quote the Pasuk later, but the Goyim will come to the house of Hashem, of the God of Yaakov. They said the house of they will come to the house of Elke Yaakov. Now, the Farshim explained why is it that Avram called it Har and Sada and Bayis. It re- pertains to three different the three different were which were at that place. The first base of Migdash Avram was uh, referring to the first base of Migdash. The uh, Yitzchak was the second base of Migdash, and Yaakov was talking about the third base of Migdash. And because the third base of Migdash is permanent and will be forever, that's why it's expressed by the word bias, which is a permanent thing, rather than har, just a mountain or a field. And Yaakov also is connected to the idea of eternity, as Nachlobeli Mitzorim from the Apostle Gufaratzta Yom of Akedna that Yaakov goes on eternally. So to understand the, the, all these ideas of the Ovis and the, the different names and bias and Yaakov, and we, well, let's focus on the Posik in Yeshaya, which we mentioned before. It says there in the Posik, V'holchu amim rabim, many nations will come, V'omru, and they will say, L'chu v'nalel har Hashem, let us go up to the mountain of Hashem, El beis of Yaakov, to the house of the, uh, of the God of Yaakov, V'yerenu midrachav, and he will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. Then the Pasuk concludes, the same Pasuk, because from Tzion will come out Teira, and the word of Hashem from Yerushalayim. So you have to understand a lot of things about this Pasuk, some of them is, the Pasuk doesn't mean that they're going to come convert. Although it's talking about the third base Amigdash in the time of Mashiach, but it still doesn't mean that they'll convert. It means that they will stop conducting wars as the continuous Psukim talk about. So then why is it that they will mitzia in Taitzeh that the reason that they will go in the ways of Hashem is because Taira comes from Tzian and Varashem Yerushalayim. What's the connection between the Goyim and the Taira and so on? Also the uh, repetitive expressions, mitzia in Taitzeh Varashem Yerushalayim. And also, he will teach us his ways, and he will go in his pathways, which are, they're saying similar things in different prose, which it's true that this is common in the Psukim, that for emphasis, the, the, the Pasuk repeats it, but just for the beauty of the prose, it changes the word slightly. But since everything in Torah is accurate, so every word must mean something, and it's teaching something specific, so we have to understand about these words as well. So let's start with Torah and uh, Dvar Hashem. Torah, the, the word Dvar Hashem in the Gemara says, is Zu Halacha. Dvar Hashem specifically talks about Halacha. In other words, there are two aspects to Torah. There is Torah as the discussion found within Torah. And within the discussion of Torah, there are things which are accepted and there are things that are, that are rejected. 
and uh, there is uh, original ideas which are then in the end uh, the Gemara abandons them and goes with a different direction and all of that is still considered Torah all of that is and you have to make a bracha before you say it even if you're going to learn only that rejected opinion you still have to make a bracha so it has the holiness of Torah that's included in Torah but then when it comes to Dvar Hashem that is talking about halacha. Halacha is only one accepted final resolution. The halacha is the final word on it. So Torah represents all matters of Torah, all areas of Torah, and Dvar Halacha represents halacha specifically. Now from Tzion comes Torah, and from Yerushalayim comes halacha. Why? Tzion, they both refer to Yerushalayim. Tzion is Yerushalayim and Yerushalayim is Yerushalayim. What's the difference? Tzion means the way Yerushalayim is represented here, it represents the, the Yerushalayim Shalmaila. Uh, the Gemara says that Yerushalayim Shalmata, the Yerushalayim down here in the physical world, is aligned with the Yerushalayim Shalmaila. In other words, that the real quality is the Yerushalayim Shalmaila. But we look at it and we see it, we see the, uh, it's aligned with the Yerushalayim Shlomata. That's expressed by the term Tzion, which means it's a marker for knowing what's there. Then there is Yerushalayim, what it truly represents even down here, which is Yerushalayim, perfect Yerushalayim, perfect Bittl to Hashem. The Pasuk says by Maishasheni that you will come to, to Yerushalayim to eat it, so that you will become Yerushalayim, you will see the Beis Amigdash, you will see the Avayid of the Kainim and the Leviim and the Yerushalayim. So that will lead you to Yerushalayim. So Yerushalayim actually represents Yerushalayim. The same is true also in the personal Avayid of Avayid. There is the Avayid of Yerushalayim and Bittl, that a person works in order to, to nullify himself, to become transparent, that only Hashem should shine through, only Hashem's will should be recognized. That's expressed by Yerushalayim. Then there is Tzien, which is that a person hasn't reached a level of complete bittel. They still, there is still a person here. There is still a personality here. But Yid works hard that his personality should be expressive of Hashem. When you look at this Yid, you should see that he represents what Hashem wants and so on. But it comes through the filter of this person and his personality. That's why Mitzien is related to Torah. Because when a person still has a personality and studies Torah in the way that he sees it to them, there could be different opinions. Different people study Torah from their own perspective, so you have a whole bunch of different opinions. But halacha comes from Yerushalayim. It has to come from a place of absolute yira. There's no room for any other opinion. There's only one possibility. There's only one possible conclusion. And it's only through Yira, through true fear of Hashem, that Arav can hope to come to the right uh, conclusion, to the absolute truth of the Halacha. Because he's so afraid that he will teach something, he will tell someone to do it the wrong way, that fear causes him to research and research and not give the answer until he's certain and absolute certain that this is the correct Halacha. Rebbe points out that in the Psukim of Atareisa that we say before our coffins, the last Pasuk is Kimitzian So we only quote half the Pasuk, we don't quote the first half because for the Hakafas that's the only thing that is relevant to this, uh, to bring it here. But why does the Pasuk say Kimitzian? Because from Tzian. What is the key referring to? 
It can't be referring to the Pasuk back there because it's not even quoted here. So it must be referring to the Pasuk right before this one. What's the Pasuk right before Kimitzian? Malchuscha, Malchuscha Lelamim. Your kingship is the kingship of all the worlds. And your rulership is over, over every generation. What's the key mitzian? Why is that? Why does that come from because from tzian comes Torah and the word of Hashem Yerushalayim? What's the connection between the two psukim? The answer is, there's a difference between malchuscha, between kingship and rulership. Kingship means malchusay berotzen kiblu aleyen. The king has to be accepted by the people willingly. They have to want the king. Only then is he the king. Memshola, rulership, means that you can sometimes subjugate people. You can rule over them against their will. So Memshola comes from, you could be forced into Memshola. Kingship comes from willing, willingly accepting it. And that's what their connection is to Kimitzi and Teitzei Teirah. Because when, from Tzia and Teitzei Teirah, which means there is a Gishmak, there is a person's own personality, he understands it. That's where Malucha comes from. When you understand it, you accept Hashem's rulership. Memshola comes from Dvar Hashem Yerushalayim, where you accept, you simply accept and subserviate yourself to Hashem, and that's what Memshola means. Memshola means you accept Hashem's rulership even if you don't understand it. And that's what Halacha comes from. That's what Yerushalayim means. And this same difference pertains to the, to the non-Jews as well. The Yidin are commanded to bring the Sheba Mitzvah B'nei Neach to the other people of the, the nations of the world and to teach them about Yiddishkeit, about, not about Yiddishkeit, but about their commitment to Hashem and their, their responsibilities to Hashem. So, that's their requirement to learn the uh, the Sheba Mitzvah in a way that they understand them and that's what leads to Vayireinu Midrachah that he will teach us his ways and then comes Udvar Hashem Yerushalayim the absolute acceptance whether you understand it or not that leads to Neil Chabar that they will they too will take on the ways of Hashem and they will lead their lives according to the Sheba Mitzvah now, if you look at the difference between the first Beis Hamikdash and the second Beis Hamikdash, just like there is a difference between the time of the Beis Hamikdash and the time of Golos, that in the time of the Beis Hamikdash, where we saw godliness manifest, it was a Gilead, of course, so it was easier, it was Geshmaker to keep Yiddishkeit, people were committed in a greater way, whereas in the time of Golos, since we don't see godliness, it takes Kabbalah's oil to be able to be committed. So also the difference between the first base of Midrash and the second one, in the first base of Midrash was a time when God's was revealed in the Beis HaMikdash, as opposed to the second one, where there were five fundamental things missing in the Beis HaMikdash, like the Oren and the Oren Vetumim and so on. Also we find that the Goyim also identified that way. There was a time of peace and tranquility in the time of the first base of Midrash, which means also the Goyim respected God's uh, holy land and holy city and so on. Whereas in the second Beis Hamikdash was a time of wars and the, the other nations subjugated the Yidden at that time throughout, almost throughout the entire time of the second Beis Hamikdash. In other words, the first Beis Hamikdash was a time when the Yidden was Torah. They enjoyed Torah. They had a Geshmak in Torah. That's the idea of Metziah and that is also the time of Malchuscha, Malchuscha Lelamim, when the Jews accepted Hashem willingly, and even the Goyim accepted Hashem willingly. 
on the se- on the other hand, the second base of Midrash was a time when they had to accept Torah out of Kabbalah soil, out of Yira, out of uh, <coughs> Bittel. And Hashem ruled in a way of Mimshola. It wasn't something that the people related to and loved and had a feeling of love for it. It was that they he was subjugated them. They they had to accept Hashem's rulership. Both the Yidden and the Goyim also related it to it that way. They didn't, of course, accept Hashem. He, they didn't have a feeling of being close to Hashem, and therefore they went to war against Israel and so on. Which explains the connection between each of the Beis Hamikdash with the with the patriarch, with the one of the others that it relates to. Avram Avinu was the union of Chesed. Avram Oyavi he expressed his his avoda to Hashem through love, and therefore that's the union of Mitzian Teitzet Teira, doing everything in a love. That was also the union of the first Beis Hamikdash. Yitzchak was the union of avoda of Yira and Gvura. As the Pasuk says, So therefore, he relates better to the Bayashani when things were done out of Kabbalah soil. And in that way, the union of Udvar Hashem the union of Memshal Tochabachol Yaakov is the Avaida of Teferis, which means the center Kab, which is a merging of the other two. And when you have a merging of the two opposing forces, when two different forces... There is, um, I have to step back for a minute. By the first two Batayan Migdash, because their Aveda was in a specific Kav, the first one was in the Kav of Chesed and the second one was in the Kav of Gvura, therefore Klippe is able to compromise. The, every every Mida of Kedusha has a counterpart in Klippe. And the counterpart in Klippe is able to neutralize or at least compromise or undermine that same uh, kav in Kedusha. And that's why things go bad. Things end up not uh, being where they should. That's why, as it says, Avram, Yotzim, and Yishmo. Avram was the kav of Chesed. But from him can also come Klippe, the Klippe of Chesed, which is Yishmo. And Yitzchok, Yotzim, and Esav. Because Yitzchok is the union of Gvura, which is expressed in Kedusha, but Esav expressed Gvura in Klippe, which means a departure from the Kedusha of Yitzchak. But Klippe only has the ability to compromise, to counter that same Midah in, in Kedusha, meaning to say its own Midah. But it doesn't have the, the, uh, the Gvura of Klippe, doesn't have the ability to counter Chesed of uh, Kedusha. And therefore, when Yaakov brought together both of these, both of these kavim and avayda, which means that everything has to be done from both kavim. It's not enough to serve Hashem only through chesed or only through gvura. You have to bring the two together. And then there is eternity. Then it lasts forever because the chesed of Kedusha cannot be compromised by the klipa of gvura. And the chesed of gvura, uh, the Yisari, the... the uh, the Gvura of Kedusha cannot be compromised by the Chesed of Klippa, and therefore they're not able to undermine the, uh, the, the Tzadah Kedusha, because it has both sides to it. And that's why the first Beis Amigdash didn't last, and the second Beis Amigdash didn't last, but the third Beis Amigdash, which will have both of these uh, approaches, will last eternally. And when the nations of the world see, Kimitsiyan Teitzetayra Udvar Hashem Yerushalayim, that both approaches are employed. 
Mitzion and Torah, but also Dvar Hashem and Yerushalayim, so then they all say, we will come up, that is a sign of truth, that is a sign that this is where the truth is, and therefore they say that we will go up to the mountain of Hashem, and we will also study the word of Hashem, and we will ask Him to teach us His ways, and we will walk in the path of Hashem.